Yourself is a dedicated podcast meeting brilliant minds and looking at the world around them. How do they 360 themselves and 360 the world? Jamie Neal, the host, that's me, asked many questions about their mindset and how they fundamentally operate their world and the world around them. Hello, and we're back with 360 Yourself, and I have yourself, Jack. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me. No worries, thank you. You've just come from rehearsals yes. and we have a very, um, well, I have this very interesting thing that I always have a conversation before I do the podcast mm. and then I forget going, actually, this information should be in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So just tell me a little, about, little bit about the play that you're yeah. doing at the moment. Yeah. So I'm directing a play called Syndrome that has a setback of the first Gulf War mm-hmm. in Iraq, 91. Um, and it follows four soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Iraq and their kind of their understanding of their war and, and the, what they're involved in or the decisions made and the environment and, and just kind of depacking it or unpacking it for us as audience members to kind of get situated. Act 2 follows them five years later after that war and almost what it is that it follows where they come to as a result of the war, the cause and effect mm-hmm. and this war in particular um, it's reported that over 500,000 men have syndromes that were put under the umbrella of PTSD, but in fact, these are physical changes that aren't, can't come from psychological effects. Yeah, these yeah. are mutations almost of, yeah, of the yeah. DNA and genetics. So it's thought, you know, was chemical warfare used by the enemy in this period of time? Mm-hmm. Was the burning oil fields and the inhaling of that cause mutations? Mm-hmm. Or the overdosing of vaccinations? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a broad kind of scope in terms of what happened here how it could have happened but we do know that these things exist and these men are going through that mm-hmm. um, so the play kind of really encapsulates that period of time and i suppose tries to bring some understanding mm-hmm. to what that is and there's many people without answers now you know? yeah, so yeah. i think it's it's timely as well next year is the 30th anniversary of the war wow and okay. what's even more interesting about energy and timing is that when we booked the venue um it was either f- november or february was our options so we okay. went with february anyway and behold that the war actually started on 17th of January, uh-huh. 29 years ago, uh-huh. which oddly, I, that's the day I released the trailer. That's so strange. And the, the war actually ended on the 28th of February, 1991, and our play ends on the 29th of February, only because it's a leap year. Wow. That's like the universe. Like, and then next year I'm 30, and it's the 30th anniversary of the war. I'm doing a documentary that yeah. we're going to do the making of the play, but then we will follow and have a conversation with uh, biochemists and... <coughs> Uh, professors of chemistry and biology and, and criminology in that we can just have an understanding and conversation as to what would have caused these effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think it's almost like gives the play a little more shelf, shelf life mm-hmm. um, and also brings a little bit of a we haven't forgotten you yeah, 30 yeah. years on, you know, and then I wasn't even born. This is four or five months before I was even born yeah, that this war yeah. took place. It's, I, find, I find it weird when you have coincidences mm, like that, mm-hmm. when it like, lands on certain Bizarre. days and, you're like, and you didn't even know no, these sort of the things. The writer messaged me, Tina, and was like, hey, you know what today is? I was like, what? You just released a trailer? I said, yeah. She yeah, was like, yeah. it's the start of the war 29 years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, it is super, super wild when that happens. But I have to say as well that what's really drawn, 
drawn me into doing this plays. I was an army cadet as a right, kid okay, from 12 cool. to 17. Um, and I would say that like that experience made me the man I am today. Yeah, Gave me yeah. confidence, understanding, compassionate, team effort. There's no I in team, all of these things. Yeah. So when I read the script, I read about the very thing that had given me so much mm -hmm. had taken everything from these men. Mm. So yeah. the juxtaposition of the, the very thing, and it wasn't like, is the army bad? Yeah. It wasn't that the army was bad or what it brings about is how the army was used. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a living example of what come from the institution and the fundamentals of it mm -hmm. without the war. Yeah. You know, and then looking at it and reading it, I felt I felt compelled to like be a part of this story. Yeah. It's amazing when we do projects we are so um, well sometimes aware of unaware of subconscious kind of memories or experiences. Yeah. And it and it this how is how I believe the universal life happens that we're, we're made to do things in our previous life when you're younger yeah. for moments yes. like this yes. and you but you can only notice these when yeah. you look back you're like yeah. oh it's like everything you're doing now is preparing you for what's to come yeah and this this is an example a real life example the only reason why it makes sense is because i'm here telling it yeah you know, and that's come from before to yeah now. yeah and it, and it did really make me think like what is it that Maybe it's this moment. Tell this story in the most authentic way mm. is why I did those four years of training. For sure, yeah. You know, and if that if that is it, what it is for, then that is going to have the effect it's supposed to for have. For sure, for you sure. Know? And is this your first directing yeah. like play? Because obviously you're an actor. You're yeah, an actor. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of actors direct and mm. produce and, and, and yeah. So how how do you find kind of being on the other of the air, other, mm. uh, the other end and also yeah. casting it as well? Um, you know, I think there's been like nearly ten years of me acting and going in the same side of it yeah, auditioning yeah. and meeting directors and meeting producers and casting directors and I think you know life experience only really brings you to an understanding once you walk through it and yeah, yeah. for me is that there was probably a number of times through my growing in the industry where I didn't quite understand why things didn't work out yeah, yeah. I didn't quite understand why I wasn't right enough you know? oh, it's always the same way forever no, more no's than yeses and all these <laughs> you know, things here which you know it's a part of it um, but then when I was casting this and seeing actors come in and and watching them and I just learned so much that there is so much more than just what's offered as a talent you know, yeah, in terms yeah. of you as a person and the way you conduct yourself the way you respond with people the way you know take criticism and you're malleable and, and compassionate yeah, you know, yeah, and workable sure. long hours you know tolerance goes low when you're tired can you still yeah. maintain you know, can yeah. you still be a best part of the project yeah, and added value because you're also leading leading yes. groups of people yeah. it's different yeah. to when you're actually responding to to briefs and information where it coincides with army cadets yeah again yeah. what i'm saying you know like there was this earlier kind of training that i'd had that that makes you step up and lead yeah and be a part of a collective and a group thing and um yeah it's very different but this, i feel that after 10 years of being on set and being around the production and understand it i think that you know it's kind of set me up nicely to to know where i'm going with this and it yeah, feels yeah. right it doesn't feel wrong i think because the timing's right that's it's all about timing in yeah. life though it's yeah. all about timing and this is obviously setting you up to, to potentially do more theater mm. stuff mm. or film and yeah. tv because a lot of a lot of uh, creators a lot of actors it's like a natural progression yeah. once you kind of learn your trade of yeah. uh being a dancer or being an actor mm -hmm. you then go actually i've got my own views and i've got my own opinions of how to yeah. do things and stuff so this is kind of a, a exactly. big second stone and so how long is it running for then so we are in week two of rehearsal now. Mm -hmm. 
and we have one more week after this mm -hmm. and then we start on the 18th of february yeah it's 12 shows across Brilliant. two weeks so yeah. tuesday through to saturdays cool. matinee and the evening performance on a saturday and and when also when you get to the press day yes there's going to be like some anxiety mm -hmm. and that sort of thing how yeah. do you kind of deal with like your anxiety because i know a lot of actors yeah. they deal with that the rejection and all that sort of thing mm -hmm. and the anticipation mm -hmm. how do you kind of deal with your anxiety and that kind of nervous energy and keeping balanced and yeah. sane no there is a there's a real thing about it you know especially about industry if you're an actor you're you're moving in and out of, of emotions and feelings mm. and characters that you form and yeah, yeah. <coughs> so to, to check yourself in and be aware is super important right for me, is that if you're gonna do something, the type of person I am, is that when I commit to something, I'm gonna explore all avenues to make it its best. So yeah. that when press day comes, I'm not nervous. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not scary. It's like failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And I think with that kind of ethos or understanding, it's like I'm never gonna let myself down in this moment because this moment affects that moment. For sure, for sure. You know, so yeah, I think yeah. there's I think if we just take some time and like realize what it is that we want to achieve and what it takes mm. to actually get to the people that we see as our idols or our aspirations yeah, yeah. like that is what they've done to get to that space so For that sure. they go there and you go how oh, they're so confident how do they have such charisma it's because yeah. they've done the work you know yeah, and they've, yeah. they've been through that journey the and they're not, not left nothing behind you know yeah, yeah. but i've dealt with anxiety before of course i think we all have you know, yeah. For me, I think personally, it's to do with coffee. I think coffee is a social Man. influence of anxiety. I, I, I was on a couple of years before, ago. Before 10 years ago, 15 years ago, no one knew the word anxiety. It didn't exist. Oh, well, yeah? I mean, I don't remember it. I still get palpitations from coffee. I used, I was on if five, I have too many, I'm like... I could only have one a day. I used to be on six. And I, was, <coughs> I was in hospital for three days. Terrible. I was because I was working too much. And then I was yeah, like, no, and, but you feel, but you feel that even to kill time or to be busy with your hands, you buy a coffee. Yeah. It's same with smoking. It's habits. People yeah, smoke because yeah. it's habits. It keeps them busy. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think we're all kind of escaping stuff sometimes, which oh. causes these things. But the society yeah. gives us these things to rely on. I mean, it's an endless cycle. It's an endless cycle. Yeah, it really yeah, is, yeah. and, and exactly. it comes away of us trying to help ourselves. Yeah, but it's but it's good that you're aware of this yeah. and you're, you're aware of like these substances that yeah. go into your body that totally. actually makes you off balance yeah and i think that's what it is totally. especially like, especially this podcast is about how do we become more aware of our, our, our yeah. off, off balance yeah. moments and how to become more centered i found um a thing called oxygen saturation yeah to help me get out of the coffee anxieties yeah. i used to have sometimes oh really yeah and even just like in general nervous moments when your chest is tight and you feel like short breath and yeah, like the yeah. butterflies feeling in your stomach and chest is that so if you release all oxygen from your lungs mm -hmm. and you go down to zero yeah. and then you breathe oxygen into the max almost okay. when you're still trying to get the top breath yeah. in hold it for 10 seconds mm -hmm. release 10 percent uh -huh. bring 10 percent in release 10 percent bring 10 percent in and do that for two minutes right yeah. so you're saturating your lungs with oxygen which means all of your body yeah, yeah. It's the same as they say drink room temperature water as opposed to cold water. Because mm -hmm. when you put cold water on your skin, it tightens up. Yeah, it yeah. happens the same in your body. Yeah. So the water doesn't actually get to the far reaches of your body because mm -hmm. it's cold. And by the time it does, it's kind of been used. Yeah, yeah. So that's the same here with the oxygen. That if you constantly got 90% of oxygen in your lungs, mm -hmm. it's being pushed, 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 pulled out. Mm -hmm. And when I've the last breath out, I feel like I've almost on a high. Yeah, Almost sure. natural high. And how did you learn this though? It was actually my friend, um, Oliver. Um, and uh, he, no, he was just, he was just, he was just a thoughtful person and like really mindful, you know. Yeah. And he plays piano and he does music and he is, he just, I raised it once and he was like, bro, have you ever tried this? And I was like, no, but tell me right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I yeah. started doing it, 
<coughs> I started doing it and it just really like got me out like almost an immediate release of whatever that is and this so there's there's this thing called respirations inspiration okay respiration right. inspiration it's the same word okay yeah so the, when I was doing drama school they say make sure you breathe properly make sure you breathe properly like when you're on stage I'm like I am breathing like you stop telling me to breathe yeah, 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 yeah. but it's finding the rhythm with your breath and, oh. and finding the calm within the storm the yeah. nerves and stuff you go which feels like 10 seconds, yeah. but it's actually one second. Mm. And when you find that rhythm again, your respiration is inspiration because the thoughts and the breath come with the breath. Yeah. As long as you keep breathing at the rhythm, you will never lose your lines. You never yeah, forget. Yeah. It's like Shakespeare though. It's Same. Like, it all has a rhythm to it. But that's why people in Shakespeare never forget their lines because their breath allows them pentameter to be on flow always. Yeah, because if you start going, <sighs> yes. you're just going to get flustered and, you start, you know, and you're losing oxygen to your brain yes. and then you're going to start forgetting. Yes. It's like when you're angry, right? Yeah. And you're with your partner or your mum or dad and you're shouting. Mm. You can remember one or two points. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you just calm down, you remember all the other points. You wish you said this, you wish you said that. Yeah. It's because you're not breathing properly. Yeah. So this is why it is like breathing, breath is so important. Even with the actors we were discussing in rehearsal, and I can see the angst building up. I'm like, stop. It's like, breathe. Just take a breath. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. Just slow down and breathe. And it feels like you're making too much effort to keep a rhythm. But actually, yeah. you teach yourself to have a rhythm. You always find what that is. And like, to be honest, a lot of this did come from when I was doing wolf blood okay. because I was playing a wolf. And the wolves are like, they have this constant like fire inside yeah. of their flickery. And <sighs> And I realise that their breath is what fuels them to make the right choices. Yeah. You know, but that that's why they do that way, so that mm. they can really analyse and see what's going on. And it was just I just became more aware of breath when I was being an animal, you know, and then yeah, actually what that brings. Work. Yeah, 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 it is yeah. animal work because we have an animal instincts in us. For you know? sure, yeah, no. We're one in the same. Yeah. So for me, I think that over time, over my experiences through film or TV or theatre, and like, I didn't go to drama school, so I learned as I went. Oh, you did go drama no, school? No, I, ah. I didn't. couldn't afford it, didn't know about it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of a passion, a love, and I didn't know where else I would be but doing this. Yeah, well, yeah. I was thinking about being a barrister because I really wanted to defend people and like so how have a good you, argument. So how did you get into acting then? <clears throat> I mean, it was lo local theatre, school, A-levels, and then I was dating a, a girl from Army Cadets. Mm -hmm. I went to her house and... Um, and her sister was an actress and she said that her agent would like me and I was like sure I'll turn up came and then I was with a small agent for like a couple of years uh, which really gave me my training ground and made me to like go out and learn auditions and whatever that was being on camera learning lines off book um, and then you know in 2013 I got the United Agents and, and, and we progressed you know yeah and it kind of became a career you know, in a sense but it's like nothing's been easy you know it's always been a journey yeah but I don't think people recognise that. They only no. see you when you appear. It's like, it's like uh, the image of uh, the iceberg. Yeah, Everyone sees that, yeah. No one sees that massive ball. And actually, how much is underneath, right? Yeah, there's so much. I mean, the hours that you put in of like emails and actually getting the no's. And everyone, all, like, is, all even my friends or whatever, they go, oh my God, you're doing blah, 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 yeah, yeah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, but you haven't seen the jobs I haven't got. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the jobs I didn't get. Yeah, yeah. So it's all this sort of... Um, also, it's the tenacity sort of and the persistence to keep going. Like, yeah. if you love something, right? So, to get promoted in a company, it takes five, six years. Yeah. You know? So, it's the same It's the same ethics of like, understanding, rather, than as any other job. You know, it's something you have to work towards. You have to build reputation, build respect, know that you're relied on, that someone paying you stupid X amounts of money for a season, it, are you bankable? You know, yeah. are you someone that's got the experience and the understanding and to last that long? To yeah. last that long, to bring something fresh and new. Yeah. And that is only a test of time. Mm. You know, and, and mm. I think. That goes with anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. Any job, anywhere. So this is no different. And if you look at it that way, the no's are just a part of it. 
it's just yeah. part of the journey. It's a part of the journey. But then, but it's being in the right headspace yes. to be able to take that nose, to know and be balanced. Go, actually, that's what. Because I remember when I first started. I'm sure everyone that you get, you get, you take them so personally. Yes. And now I'm like, now I'm in a very different headspace. I go, you know what? It just wasn't meant to be. Okay, so the next thing's going to happen. Yes. And I'd rather get the no rather than like, like not hear anything. So then I go, mm -hmm. okay, that's fine. Now I can think about moving yeah. to the next mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm. But you need to be in a right headspace to be able to actually understand that those no's yeah. are part of the process. And a yes is going to come, going to come soon. Yeah. But it's like the. Um, it's like that phrase that like you work out four years in the fifth year that you break the you break yeah, the, the mold. Yeah, yeah. But you got to know that that fifth year yeah. is going to be next year. You got to be thinking of it like an Olympian. Yeah. Right. You're training every year for the four years, hoping that you get the gold. You know, you might get regionals, you might get championships, but these are small victories. You know, yeah, you have yeah. an aim, right? So take those victories, don't celebrate on them. Yeah. Use the energy you get from it to move forward. Otherwise, you'll miss the the chance that takes you there. Yeah. So if you've got the Olympic type vision, yeah. you know that that's the goal, and therefore you won't be distracted on the way getting there with these things that are the shiny glittery nice things that could yeah, distract yeah. you to be victorious and like live on this moment because of ego or pride but yeah, actually yeah. when you really love it and you really do it you're doing it for the work and you, you and you stick on that kind of head down and let the praise and the funness kind of do its own thing and you just keep going through mm. and it is Why true like, yeah, that's what i really think about it and then i see that and then you go whatever comes before the fourth year is a bonus yeah and sure. but you know where you're going yeah, you know, yeah, and every like brick to a house makes sense. Otherwise, you won't get to the window or the roof. Yeah, so, for sure. Remember every time you was on set, or you had makeup, or an assistant, or you, there was photographed, or there was a fan that really liked your work. Like all of that gives you confidence to be ready for the next spot. And one thing I would say is that remaining confident during the quiet times is so key. Mm. Confident in yourself, in what you're capable of doing. Oh man! And because you don't have the job right now, doesn't mean that you aren't going to have the job. For sure, this yeah. is like this is the whole thing. It's that yeah. confidence that that yes is going to come soon. Yes. But you can only make the yes happen. So if you're at home dwelling and moaning or upset about what's not coming, it just means you're just not ready for what the world's to offer you yet. Mm. Because you're there doing that as opposed to at home, learning your memory, learning lines, learning characters, reading books, being an artist. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a fleeting job that you can just come in and be like, I'm gonna be famous. And like, you know, it's something that really takes, you're telling stories, you're trying to allow people to be informed or to let them escape from yeah, whatever yeah. it is that they're going through. Like, yeah, so sure. if you're gonna do it, do it properly and then before you know it, the fruits of whatever it is will be there anyway. Yeah, for you sure, know? for sure. So I think to stay in the right headspace is to know why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. What it means to you. Yeah. And that these small hurdles that are no's don't mean nothing to the bigger picture as to where you're going. Yeah. And I think then that will give a settled mind to like, to be able to tame the beast that they want to be a part of. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And do, do you write to your, like in journals, or do you write stuff or anything like that? Um, I think that I, um, I think I'll go, I, I get through things by having conversations like this cool with yeah, yeah. friends of mine or with yeah, people yeah. Um, that I meet in the street sometimes and I'm like you need a bit of something and then I'll just I'll be passionate with them and I'll like get into their soul and like chat to them and be like I know this is random you don't know me but like you this was needed yeah and yeah, they're yeah. like uh, yeah I think so but like for whatever it is I think that's I, mean, I think when I can pass something on and uh -huh. I share my experience uh -huh. that's a release for me sure yeah. and it's about sharing life is about sharing totally yeah. and I just there was like a couple of people in my life when I grew up with like my nan and and you know, a few others that would really listen to me and like the difficulty of my childhood allowed me to know that everyone was going through a struggle oh. and that it's easy to have an ego it's easy to assume that you should be important but there's another saying for you is that it's nice to be important but it's important to be nice 
Always. And I wish that some people were nicer to me when I didn't know myself. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. so I won't be like those bad people. I'll be yeah. better than them by learning from them how not to be. Yeah. You know, so it was interesting that the trauma when I was younger just made me flip everything. Yeah, yeah. Look at how not to be and how to recover from that. If you do or don't, you know, yeah. it's whatever it is. If you get the example. I think it's just being present in your mind and knowing what but it is you I, want. I truly, I think, believe that these people who are not as nice as they possibly yeah. could be have their own internal they issues. They and they just This is why you treat them with kindness, so you break them down. Yeah. You know, when they're being mean, you're like, why? Yeah, why? There's no reason. What are you getting from this? So you can make an enemy of me or a friend of me. Yeah. By being mean, it's a deflection of who you are, not yeah. me. So do you want to be there forever or do you want to move away from me? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just giving someone simple options, like, and mm. in a way that isn't attacking them, that is disarmed, you know, disarm them. Yeah, Because yeah. sometimes they're all just looking for a little bit of love. Yeah. You know, looking for a little bit of acceptance or I'm weird or, or crazy, but you don't mind me. Yeah, yeah. No, of course I don't. You know, why would yeah. I mind you? Exactly. Like, you know, why? You make me think. I should mind you by being that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like when, as in people do that, like they project, project, and then you've almost got two walls to get through before you know them or get to know them. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, then this that probably opportunity is lost. Yeah, for sure. In some sense. Yeah. Um, what would be like kind of like the biggest quote that you've ever like kind of like that stuck with mm. you when you were younger or even today? Um, lions do not concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. What a good quote. Say that again. Lions yeah. do not concern themselves with the yeah. opinion of sheep. Love that. So I think that like, it's like me and my best friend kind of like, we was like army cadets, sergeants, sergeant majors, we were strong and then people always have an opinion. Yeah. But stick true to who you are and, and just keep going. Yeah. Don't concern, the people, there are a lot of people that follow, that follow the crowd and, and want to say what they've heard or whatever. But if you know you, who you are and what you have to offer, do not concern yourselves with those, you know? Anna, 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 Anna Winter even said, you know, in her thing like, the difference between winning a 100 meter race is a split second and that is looking left or right. Mm. So stay focused. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Your progress is the only progress that makes sense. Find yeah. inspiration, but actually you have everything inside of you. Mm. Respiration, inspiration, breathe, find yourself. All the history and the information from people before you is in your blood. Like yeah. When you have these light bulb moments, it's not because you come up with it. Yeah. Because it was there with embedded in you and then the universe through breathing gives you the, the yeah, thought and the, the process. Tools, like, yeah. like, oh my God, why do I have that moment? It's because you're meant to, only if you're aware of yourself though, do you exactly. look at it that way? Yeah. You know, so, I don't know, there's, there's a lot, like, life's a very complex thing. Yeah. I think as you go into it more and you like unpack it, it becomes too confusing, like the matrix. Yeah. So yeah, we almost sure. have to live simple with it. Yeah. And true to just elements, the element version of what's yeah, going on, yeah, you know, yeah. air, water, fire, yeah. all what in our kind of world encapsulates. Yeah. I feel it's really apparent that you really are understanding and about yourself mm. and how you take in the world around yeah, you. Yeah. So when you're like, how do you get influence? Who, who influences you and what influences it's, you? It's something, um, it's stuff, it's, it's not a lot. Yeah. And that sounds very probably arrogant no, or no, something. No. I think that a lot of my own journey or my own life has inspired me oh. in some ways because that's the experience I know and had. Mm -hmm. And then I looked around and see sh the strength of characters that I grew up around, like my nan being an orphan in those times and where women had no rights as men and yeah, they still yeah. raised a family and still proceeded and stayed in London. Yeah, you know, and yeah. then I'm a white male, it's quote marks by the way, white <laughs> male with privilege, you know, as it were, that I'm like, okay, if this is the case, so how people see the world, then I have no reason to give up. Yeah, I have sure. no reason to not continuing mm -hmm. and, and taking all these bad things that happened been around me or that I saw and using them. So, um, I, I don't know, it's interesting. I just think it's um, important to 
stay focused and, and, and love yourself and, and, sure. and self-work and, yeah, and recognize yeah. you are enough yeah you know? and I, I think a lot of people say those things you know and it's like cliche and cheesy and but i'm like no 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 actually a little bit of self-love a little bit of 10 percent kanye love kanye yeah. west love for yourself in your back pocket yeah sure. will do you wonders in yeah. the quiet times yeah, yeah oh the quiet times you know? it's the quiet times that you need that self-love totally you just and asked what was the question you asked just now i was oh um what kind of influences around oh, yeah. you like yeah. what sort of things even yeah. if it's like paintings or if it's like for me i love going to take modern for me it's like a really really mm. lovely quiet moment for myself to see what's happening in history and yeah. what i can take from it yeah. and then put into i love history like yeah. i want like i did history a level i got into warwick to do history mm. you know and i was like but then i went to work in sainsbury's night mm. shifts to, to be auditioning and stuff like that and um no, history has definitely inspired me to like modern European history. There's something about monarchy mm-hmm. that I've always found interesting. Yeah. Um, something about the the families that stayed and they carried them going. And because if you go back far enough, there's just little villages around with one family decided to make difference, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, yeah. if you depopulate, go back in time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like say ten thousand people, and then these these guys are running a farm that turned into a bigger farm, then turned into little land, houses on that farm, and then mm-hmm. the person who owned that farm become regional runners and then yeah. the next thing you know you're getting lords and ladies because it makes sense as product yeah. so like i'm like who was it that took those initiatives yeah who took the original initiatives of of understanding what all this is mm. but then we go back to times where we look at the you know the pyramids that we have in south america and the pyramids we have in, in egypt and the ones in asia that all correlate and create like global uh, mathematical synergy yeah. synergy so like we can like history for me is like made me look outward like i call it i tell people all the time like zoom out because right now you're zoomed in and you can't even see beyond your own thing and you think I'm stuck here forever nothing's going to change and then you zoom out and you go oh there's a door there (laughs) yeah there's a chair over there I can step away a second and breathe yeah yeah yeah. so if you you zoom out above this building yeah and then above again we're ants yeah chill yeah. Don't make a crisis about that you're so, doing. Yeah, it's so dramatic because it's actually you're just an ant in yes. this whole bigger but world. But you can thing. manifest the same way good energy as you can negative energy. Oh, for sure. So if you zoom into your bloodstream, yeah, to see one cell, you have to zoom infin- infinitely. Mm. To see one star outward, you have to zoom infinitely. Mm. So we're almost in a limbo of two infinite worlds either side of us. Mm. But how can we not be connected with that? Well, we have. We are. But we are. We are. And we also have the abyss and the ocean. Yeah. You know, and I was watching um, Earth at night. Yeah, on I watched that on Netflix. Brilliant. Amazing, right? isn't it? Because now we're seeing like bats at night are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the seals and stuff, and like, I hated it. But if you look at the creatures that you have under the ocean, all of them, I have seen the inspiration come from those to make the films like Alien. Mm-hmm. The things you see in Alien are literally the fish that we have in the ocean. Unless you're telling me that, like, I believe there's more life beyond there. I me really, too. really do. And I've had I mean, extensive I, conversations. I have this conversation with my friends about the Egyptian um, pyramids mm-hmm. and um, what's it called? The the circles. Uh, uh, the, uh, in By Kent. Uh, what's it called? Stonehenge. Uh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. I, this might be a radical theory. Hastings. Yeah, uh, Hastings. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I think it's a radical theory that I truly, truly, truly believe that aliens or something yeah. came down and helped or there was some greater force yeah. that gives them this information because it was so precise, so 
to the millimeter, to the centimeter. There was so. And the manpower didn't make sense for the because time. these these bricks and these massive ten ton bricks can be reminded. Coming, not even from Egypt. These were from Greece. How do they get them from Greece? Over, it's just, it's just not possible. On so what boat? There's, well, just, <laughs> what well, boat? These, these, yeah, but these, they just, I just know how they happen. So this is a very another uh, bit of story, but all of these things that we we take for we, granted, we take for granted, and actually, if we as what you say, zoom out to actually your own life, that yeah. actually is yeah. very very small because you so small that it doesn't even make sense. Exactly, and when you start thinking about that, actually, all these things that are like manifesting or moving around in you. All around around you actually become so insignificant that yeah. you actually don't get anxiety, you don't yeah. worry anymore yeah. because actually it's just part of the great bigger yes. kind of and circle of the yeah, world. Absolutely, and I think it's so important for us to like recognize that there is a whole cog in the system, and there's like eras and times, and we've mm. all been through it. And I think if we recognize we're a part of the universe as much as we are a part of Earth, mm. we start to become aware of what's going on around us in the sense of the actual existence of life not that we're distracted ourselves with yeah, yeah. actually what goes on you know moments to happen for example in wolf blood i played a wolf but a city wolf mm-hmm. but none behold living in the city gives me half the abilities as a wild wolf right okay why is that it's because i'm being blocked by things we've created you know like we've been blocked by electricity mm. by buildings by these things that take us away from nature yeah right and when I was coming out of the city as the wolf and I was in the wild and I was getting into such a nature and breathing and finding the pattern, I started to have Eolas and Hansen, these other abilities that I can touch into earth and see where my pack are. Or no, I can touch a thing and see the history of a project or of a life or an object. Yeah. You know, and it, it's like, I also feel that that informed me that this is what, when you have people in the past, like witches and wizards and these things here that people draw up on, yeah, is that there yeah. are people with, that have access, Lucy, for example, is a really good film to watch with Scarlett Johansson, The Use of Brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. and then she becomes part of yes. the, the universe. Yeah, because it becomes that too high level frequency. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at dolphins and how they develop their sonar, yeah. it was to access a different part of their brain that mm. is not being used, it's dormant almost. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I believe that the only other, well I know that the only other being on the planet has sex for fun are dolphins and humans, mm. yeah? Mm. So that means we're on the same access path of our brain of what it is, how we operate, conscious enough yeah. to, to trigger in. So I believe things like trauma causes those triggers in certain people to have the, a greater understanding of um, psyche and, and ability, healing, understanding, intuition, or the, the notes that come off of what's going around all of us. Yeah, yeah. And so for me is that like, I believe that we as a human race have stunted our natural growth with the help of technology. Mm. So technology has advanced us in mm. ways that we can't quite understand. But I think we've missed out on our godlike features, as it were. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you go to the gym. After a day or two working out, you get calluses on your hands. Yeah. Imagine walking on your feet without any socks or shoes for your whole life. Yeah. And then evolution will take that on and on and on. Yeah. What could our feet possibly walk on? Yeah. Right, so we've we've stunted our actual growth as evolving beings, yeah, as people, yeah, as we are because of the help of shoes and glasses. So, for example, the the bloodline with the worst eye, eyesight won't die out because mm. they walk through a forest and they won't get hit in the face and go blind and probably get eaten by something. Yeah, yeah. Not that that's right. Everyone's important, but I'm yeah. saying if we're looking at the way it grows. Yeah, yeah. But then if you look at like fish in the ocean that mm. aren't un, like that aren't kind of tampered with, mm. there's fishes with light bulbs hanging yeah. in front of their face. A living being, yeah, with electricity in water existing. Yeah. Please tell me where that makes sense in our, what we know. 
I mean, right? Yeah. So that means that something's evolved to operate with electricity in water yeah. and still work. Mm. You know, so it's things like you know we have we know there's crabs living at the center of the earth, living things living at 500 degrees. Mm. You know, we know that there's life there. So we know that we could evolve because we're part of the same earth and environment For sure. to all of these extents. Well, we're all just but we're extent- never going to know. But we're just an extension of like of people that ha- have come previously that we've evolved. Yes, it's like but layering. And we, but and we will evolve eventually. Yeah, and slower in the most natural terms because we have the yeah. existence. Because obviously yeah. them, they had they the, the the thing with with evolving is the word struggle, and because we're when not struggling anymore. Exactly, we're not struggling anymore. And when you actually struggle, you have to find an alternative. A trauma. Yeah, and you you find either fight or flight. So you either go, okay, I'm going to stick to this, or I'm going to break out of it and have the epiphany moment, tune in and go on. Exactly. So that's what happens. When when situations come around you, environmental things or whatever, the world is collapsing or the seas or whatever is happening, animals and people have to evolve. And that comes from struggle. And that's what pushes it through. Exactly. So we've stopped our struggle by the ingenuity, engineering, the environment and social aspects kind yeah. of coming together, which is which is amazing for us as a human race. For sure. But it's I, sadly, I feel that we haven't, we're not going to explore our full selves as humans yeah. because of our growth in technology. For sure. And I think 5G <coughs> is, is going to be this thing where like everyone's just going to get too connected and we're not going to evolve enough. Yeah, but we're so connected now, but we're just as disconnected as ever. Yeah, I know, I know. I could we, need s- to, we, we need to stop can, we need to stop getting faster and faster and faster. What's going to happen? Is this There's no patience. G- There's no yeah. patience. There's That's no sense of um, being yeah. anymore a sense of just doing 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 yeah doing, you know? and we're all trying to disconnect and that's why you go to like oh yeah i went spent i spent the weekend in, in nature in devon and i absolutely loved it i didn't hardly it use my phone and, and because we're not trying to desensitize mm. myself from social media all the likes and all that sort of thing and weapons keep, of mass yeah. destruction yeah it's just mental it's mental that we're now trying to distract ourselves from actually yeah. being connected from the thing yes because it is it's it, no i mean i'm not gonna lie sometimes i i found myself getting out of the shower and picking up my phone and then it's been half an hour. Yeah. I'm like, I'm dry. I've drip yeah. dried because I'm just staring at my phone. I'm like, yeah. throwing my phone on my bed. I'm like, this is too much. Like. Yeah. Do you know there's a second? Um, there is, oh, I don't know. Um, there is a friend of mine, Duncan Stewart, who's a brilliant, brilliant casting director okay. for Broadway. Yeah. And he's actually on the next podcast or the podcast that has just come out two weeks before this. Got it. Um, so you've heard it, heard it here, it's two weeks before this, and this one comes out. Um, but he actually says this great thing about uh, the gentleman hour. And he said his friends who work both work in finance, um, what they basically do, they have an hour in the morning where they wake up just an hour before they're meant to wake up, and they do anything but their work or social media. And they go and have a coffee and a paper, and they just chat, or they go for a walk, and they have like no social media. It's an hour dedicated to themselves every morning. And I've been taking on this kind of mantra where I'm not actually touching my phone until for that hour, and I actually go and read a book. Or I just sit with a coffee, or sit with my thoughts and stuff, and so actually it's quite nice. To How's it? How have you been finding it? It's really been therapeutic because actually I give an hour just to because obviously we're so bombarded with like thoughts from that have been um, hijacked yeah. from things that have happened in the world or things that are on Instagram that actually push our thoughts into a different direction. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. After, but if you're actually not influenced by anything else and it's just your thoughts and you're rolling with your own thoughts in your own habitual way, yeah. you actually have a more of a natural kind of progression about things you, you want to think about and things yeah. you need to mull over. And you almost, for, you almost formulate your own understanding of something as opposed to like a kind of yeah. affected one. Yeah, because mm, because obviously and like it's called the gentleman's hour. Yeah, gentleman's gentleman, gentle, gentleman hour, gentleman's hour. 
it's it's Men really being more gentle. or or woman womanly hour you can call it it doesn't need to be a gentleman no, thing. I get it's it, just, it's it actually makes sense because Givenchy did this thing where it's called the gentleman aftershave yeah but it's, uh, in France it's like uh, the, how the French will see gentleman isn't the same how we say gentleman here yeah, yeah they yeah. see it as gentleman yeah you know? and and that's what it, the, they were saying when they were promoting it it's like we want to redefine this this idea of man and woman you know mm. because actually if you go back before these social constructs as it were men will dress up women is that there was such a more fluidity way back when the greek times and so on like this yeah, you know, yeah. that, that, that correlates and i think that even that what you just said about the gentleman's hour is interesting because tina j who wrote this play i'm doing mm -hmm. she writes from a male perspective because she feels oh. that men are misrepresented that there's a softer most beautiful caring side to men yeah that yeah. isn't projected or isn't shown you know yeah yeah and which has been really interesting for me to work with that's uh, really to find a feminist and a woman who's got children and all boys and yeah, yeah. it just feels that there's a misrepresentation out there you know that's and, really good um and so yeah there's it's definitely like that gentleman now I might bring that to the actors do it yeah and no, I it. like that I it's like that really, a lot. it's really good just to like have a moment to yourself because we're yeah. always on the go you get up and you read an email and then you're like okay go 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 gotta get to the gym gotta do these either. and you actually don't actually have a moment like Bill Gates does a, a thing every year he spends a, a week doing like nothing but just thinking well, he's got in about a forest 500 billion so true but I'm all, joking, all, these, I'm joking. all these brilliant successful people, they spend like yes, maybe like absolutely. a couple of hours or whatever it is actually mulling over. Self-time. Yeah. Self -time. So actually think about the next move, the next journey. Flush it out, like be like meticulous, meticulous. about your thoughts and yeah. about not just vaguing over them and then taking from others what they mm. give and then adding to you, add yeah, from yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you. I it's think important. it's so important. Yeah. And so, so to finalise, one last thing. Yeah. If you could give um, another quote to your younger self yeah. or someone who's younger who's trying to get up into the, the kind of acting thing or <coughs> who's, who's probably struggling with their ident identity yeah. what would be the best quote that you give for that aside from your other quote yeah um, I don't know if it's a quote but I'd probably say along the lines of that if there's a voice in your head that you've that's helped you before mm -hmm. use that voice again to get you through any other difficult times that are coming because cool. You know, in addition to that, is that I think that you know what's right for you. Mm. Your gut is there for a reason. You know, mm. and what you think is what you feel, and what you feel is what you think. Good. So I think that listen to your body and listen to your mind. Both of them. You know, for this kind of person, I used to like be around, and I would get anxiety every, every time I couldn't eat when I was, mm. and I couldn't quite understand it. And when I wasn't around that person anymore, I never had it. Mm. I could eat anything. Yeah. It's just an energy. Yeah, and then yeah. and then my body stopped me from eating and then my mind made me worry yeah yeah so i started to think about what i'm feeling mm. and what i was feeling made me think about what i didn't need to feel anymore and in mm. turn it helped me yeah. so yeah i guess it's the, the, it would be is think what you what you think is what you feel and what you feel is what you think so both are as important to the other you know, your vessel and your spirit yeah yeah wow I I've, I'm a bit blown away about all the kind of what we've what we've been chatting about. It's, it's a good been, chat. I really enjoyed it. I know it seemed you, you're such like a, a breath of fresh air, oh, and you're so you. so perfect for this sort of podcast. <laughs> I'm glad because everything that you're saying and echoing what I'm saying is literally about the entirety of this this podcast. Oh, well, I'm glad and to be a good added value to it. Yeah, no, it's great. Well, anyway, thank you so much for your Always, time. Anyway, man. thank you.
this is 360 yourself and i'm jamie neal please subscribe to our listings every two weeks on a sunday we are on all social media platforms please please subscribe if you really enjoy our 360 chats you can also find us on instagram at 360 yourself and also for our host that's me jamie neal jn thank you so much for listening